Welcome back to Power Word Crit, everybody. My name is Corin, and I will be your dungeon master today. With me are four absolutely terrified players. Accurate. For good reason. They are. I'm Kayla, and I'm playing Celestine. I am Ender, and I'm playing Lilik. I'm Ashlyn, and I'm playing Isidore Welkinmov. And I'm David, and I'm playing Lord Usaka von Pride. Last time on Power Word Crit, the party encountered two wyverns and a wyvern rider. The writer yelled something in Elvish at them, and Lilik, taking that personally, immediately slung a spell at one of the wyverns. Celestine, being the only one in the party who understands Elvish, was a little confused to hear the writer shouting a couple lines of a nursery rhyme at them. She responded back the next two lines in Elvish, but the writer didn't like that. Poor Celestine then got stung by a giant wyvern stinger and immediately went down. After a grueling battle, the party managed to kill the rider before they could fly away, but they let the wyverns go. The party decided to run away from the river and hide from the inevitable search party that would come looking for them. Mycosia grew anxious the further they moved, claiming that the terrain didn't look right and was having trouble locating the cave she knew about. After calming her down enough to find another shelter, the group bedded down for the night only to wake up two giants throwing rocks above them, and Mycosia translating the phrase, go long. So, that's where we begin. Lilik, you just came in, and a rock fell on the ground. There was nothing written on there, Usarker, as you looked. However, it is 30 feet away from you. Mm, and you hear, off in the distance, some a giant yell, go long, in giant. Which only Lilic understands, because Lilic is the only one that speaks giant in this. And movie. No, Mycosia. I don't. I don't speak giant. Oh, never Mycosia, mind. Mycosia. Mycosia said that. That's right. Yeah. We just hear a loud giant voice. Mycosia tell, tells us. Oh yeah, yeah. I, They just said, "Go long." Uh, hunker down. <laughs> <laughs> Go long, hunker down. <laughs> I, um, yeah, probably not a good idea to go out there while they're throwing rocks. I'm yes. curious as to why they're doing that. Like, Did you not play games as a child? I mean, I played games, but nothing like throwing rocks off the plateau. You never threw rocks? No. Hmm. Why would, that would hurt. <laughs> hmm. Really? I threw, like, balls. How did you ever become... Such a skilled sword fighter if little things like that would hurt kept slow you, slowing you down. Boom! You hear a <laughs> a giant boulder off in the distance drop to the ground. So speaking mm. of getting hurt, I have prepared aid today. So I am going to cast aid on... I can only do three people. Usarker, Izzy, and Lilic. And you get five Ooh. temporary hit points. This is appreciated. Actually, okay, hang on. Let me read this actually. Each target's hit point maximum and current hit points increase by five for the duration. Oh. Hmm. How long does that is that? Eight duration? hours. It's a good spell. Mm-hmm. I hadn't realized it was max. You guys also hear in the distance a few more boulders hit the ground. Hmm. And in the corner you see Mycosia is taking deep breaths, <laughs> and Duraka goes up to her and in a very Forceful whisper starts whispering to Mycosia. Who speaks orc? Lilic. That, I do. That's the language I was thinking of. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that Lilic speaks. So Lilic, you basically just hear Doraka telling Mycosia to get it together. She's got to take charge. Things like this happen. It's time to get up. You know, 
trying to motivate her. The very rough pep talk. Yeah. And after a couple more breaths, she goes, okay, let's see what's going on. She's saying this in common? Yes. Okay. She looks outside and she goes, oh my, Planescape. <laughs> I don't know really what you would say. <laughs> oh that my works. heavens. I think both are correct. <laughs> oh my orcish mother. Oh my orcish mother. I like that. Oh my orcish mother. What in the world? Can I peek my head out? You can. What's over there? You look around and there is devastation everywhere. So you guys ended up deciding to hunker down on the east side of this plateau. From what you can see, a huge chunk of what probably was the plateau is in complete rubble. Oh. From what you can see, there looks to be about 70 feet wide devastation on your side. You'd have no idea what's on the other side of this plateau. And it is just a mound of rubble. Like something large and something heavy just crashed into this thing and destroyed it. Well, this isn't safe to walk out in. I uh, poke my head back in because I know I'm not stealthy. Uh, what did you see? Uh, well, you know how nice and flat the ground was when we came in? Yeah. It's not flat anymore. It looks like the giants are heaving rocks around for some reason everywhere. It's not even, I thought it was just one or two based on what they were, what we were hearing. No. Oh, no. Do a survival check really quick. Seven. Seven. Yeah. You think that this area was p- completely flat when you guys walked around, when oh, you totally. guys walked through here. It was so maybe dark. they woke up and they were like, we don't like this flat decor anymore. We have to spruce it up with the rocks. Mm-hmm. Clearly. Mm-hmm. My Koja is still looking around and she says... Well, we didn't actually go over the rubble because that was originally plateau and I thought it was originally plateau because I couldn't see that high. But like, we actually went around it into the riverbed, but I can understand why you wouldn't know because it was super dark and you got stung by a wyvern. Um, I was dealing with a couple things last night. That's true. This is true. We were all dealing with things. So she pokes her head back in and she goes, okay, um, uh, and she picks up a rock and she goes, well, uh, this will do. And so she starts carving into the solid ground and she starts drawing this map of what the plateau used to be and what it is now. And she says, before we were driven out, this was solid and now it's destroyed. We did, I, I don't remember an earthquake and this looks a lot worse than earthquakes. Like something actually smacked into this thing. I feel like... It's almost impossible for them to smash something that large with just rocks, even repeatedly. I would feel like it has to be something much larger. Yeah. I mean, if they really worked at it for years, maybe they could do this, but I don't know. This is weird. What's the largest thing that inhabits this area? Giants. Giants and that temple. But, I mean, if if we start going a little bit more east, I mean, we start getting into bigger things, like maybe a rock or two, but... But that's about it. Do we need to explore this area to see if something hit it? I, I'm really curious, but at the same time, I don't want to get hit by rocks or be seen by them. There's a lot of them. Also, minor history lesson for you guys. Giants 
they don't necessarily really work together. Uh, and when they do, usually something has happened, like maybe getting uprooted. And um, yeah, they're going to probably start squabbling really soon when foods get scarce. And that's going to be a problem. So are these giants native to this area? They, or they are the ones that drove out the orc tribe. Uh, it sounds like the, the wyverns and the colts. Uh, they moved everyone here, including the giants. Yeah, so when the cult moved in, Mycosia and her tribe was moved out. Right. And you can assume the same thing happened with the giants. Uh, giants. So just a reminder, the orcs and the giants have had skirmishes before. The orcs tend to stay more up on the northern side, which is where the cult, now you is, can assume, yeah. is has completely taken over. However... These giants have also seemed to be run out for whatever reason. So we don't know what made the giants move. Mm. You don't, but I, I will. You can, can infer it that it was the cult. Okay, making sure. The, yeah. the cult has dragons. I was gonna be, I was gonna be scared if I found out there were like dragons that moved them out. Yeah. So you well, guys have come. You it actually is likely to be dragons. I mean, you look at the ter- terrain around here and you say, "Gosh, this has been hit as if by something large and powerful. Maybe a." Uh, fire-breathing dragon, and you look at the area and you say, gosh, they drove out all the giants. We know the cult has draconic allies, at least in the form of wyverns. No, no, we, no, we, we know met about Lenny. Leonard. And yes, and, and Leonard is clearly <laughs> His dragon. name is just changing further and further. <laughs> Lenathan uh, goes to Lenny, goes to Leonard. What so, was his original Lenathan. Lenathan. Knowing that so they close. have Leonard amongst them, I think that it's a fair thing to say that if they can drive out the giants, they can probably create a mess like what we're looking at here. Or maybe it was Madame Mudface with her magic. Yeah, do you think she's that powerful? I don't know, honestly. We didn't get to actually see her cast any magic. Except for when she made her voice like a very loud and powerful. I was going to say a megaphone, but that doesn't make sense in the <laughs> setting. <laughs> as loud as a giant. A thaumaturge phone. I thought the church. <laughs> well, there aren't even phones here, so that is true. <laughs> church sound. <laughs> they haven't even created the gramophone, so. <laughs> yeah, so Mykojic uh, again starts going into the ground, and Yreg and Duraka are also pointing out things, and she does a very crude map, and she's like, "Okay, so we ended up coming through the southwest, which is normally giant territory, but we know that they got driven out. And we figured it would be safer to go through that way instead of the north." However, sorry, Mykoja, quick question. Yes, the giants were driven from the south into the north or from the north to further south? So we all got pushed south. It looks like that based on all these giants over here, they got pushed southeast. We as a tribe decided to go southwest and move around the base of the mountains to go to our allies in the town to see if maybe something could help they could help with us but then it was a lake of blood and that was really sad okay i'm following now does that make more sense yes i'm sorry i'm new at this that's okay a little stressed yeah Uh, while we're talking how is the frequency of the thumpings from the giant rocks and giants is it increased is it lessening it's it's pretty consistent my says so if they're all conglomerated here and based on all the devastation and the devastation of that other plateau, which I do know giants used to be at, so they probably just moved here to this new devastated area. They're probably just trying to make caves for themselves, like homes mm. in so this area. So they build their caves inside the plateaus? Yes. 
Okay. In so small using... crevices, or not so small crevices, you yeah. could say. Yeah, so uh, based on what is happening, I, I can assume that they're just trying to make homes and then they're going to start infighting and then we will probably get stuck between a war and so if they try to make caves out of places that are already like small cracks in the ground or the plateaus or what have you then this is probably not a good spot for us to stay in probably not the good thing is is that uh we're kind of small and they don't know where we are however and Draka says okay my koja go take a chill pill just just hang out. Okay, so here's the deal. Oh, I can't believe I had to describe this. We, we appreciate about to... you, Duraka. Thank you. At least someone here pre- appreciates me. Giants, bad. During the day. Probably going to be throwing rocks for a while to make new homes, according to what my Koja is thinking. Bad. Wyverns, we encounter them at night. Probably going to come after us at night. We're also getting scouted. So do we stay or do we go? I want to know. Is, which is the lesser... Of the dangers. We stay. I is my vote. Uh, I think we stay for a short time, see if the giants move on from this immediate area. If they do not leave, let us go before it is dark. Maybe there is a good in-between time, like twilight, before the wyverns are doing their scouting in earnest and as the giants are getting ready for their evening's rest. When we can all see and uh, not at the disadvantage. I disagree. If we take the time to travel while we're in the twilight, twilight doesn't last very long, and unless we happen to know of a cave that is also out of the giant region, but still within walking reach, then we risk being in the dark and hunted by the wyverns who have displayed much superior ability in that regard. We do not want to be caught out in that. If anything, we should wait until uh, the next day when we can use your... What is that magic that you use that makes things hidden from sight? Uh, it is the blessing of the spirits of the land. Yes, so the we use the blessing of the spirits of the land in order to avoid the gaze of the giants. Yes, sure. We wait uh, till tomorrow. However, Assuming I we don't still think... Today. I still think that this Let's area is more preferable because we have a fairly good place where we're hidden here. We are unlikely to be crushed. And... It's hard for somebody to be noticed from the outside, and those people who would come through would have to contend with the giants, who we have luckily avoided. Mm. It is unlikely that anybody would be able to survive here very long in normal circumstances, and so they are unlikely to believe that we are still around very long. Well, they know that orcs live here, and they know that the orcs are still around, I'm sure. So if they assume we're the orcs, then they know that we're not going anywhere so I wouldn't assume that they're going to think we're gone they may change their tactics but I don't think they're going to assume that we've left the area completely well we have either left the area or we've decided to press the advantage on them Hmm. either way they know that we are heavily armed and equipped able to kill one of their riders and threaten their wyverns they are likely to consider that a serious threat and either increase their patrols or do a thorough scouting for us. Well, let us uh, wait till tomorrow and see. Yeah, how big of a... How big did we say this hole was? So this hole is big enough for you guys plus a few more people if you were to lay down. Mm -hmm. So you're not in cramped quarters yet. However, if a few more people came in, it would be a little tight. Okay. 
So not the place where you want to stay for a long period of time? Probably not. Okay. The structure itself as well is completely stone. It's like a stone leaning up against the plateau itself. Okay, got it. There's only one way in and one way out. And the ground itself is also stony. That's why my Koji had to grab a rock and scratch the map into the ground. Okay. Well, Celestine's still feeling a little off from the poison. So having another day would be good for her in general. Hmm. And then at that point we can evaluate, but we may want to stay at least two days. And then we can figure out from there if we need to stay further or if the family squabbles are going to be too much. And of course, we have multiple people able to be subtle and we can monitor the situation as it develops. This is what I thought. Uh, thinking that uh, Mekoja and uh, I look around and watch the giants, uh, look for food and things to be in good, good spot for tomorrow. I would not worry about food. We have our rations. And it may be too dangerous to try and bring anything of sufficient quantity back to, the, to our area without alerting attention. There are good uh, roots and uh, such things around. If you can bring them back to the hole without being obvious, I suppose. Yeah, I would also like to see the devastation just to know what we're dealing with and the best course of action to get out of here yes. in case we need to. Agreed. Uh, we, we look at the land to, to see the plans. Yes. Shall we do it at night or at twilight? Well, if you become a animal, something preferably inedible, then I suspect it doesn't matter what time you do it, although in the day would be easier for you to get an understanding of what is going on. What time are we at right now? It's morning, or... So at the moment, it is... Midday, maybe? I'll say it's about 11 a.m. Mm-hmm. And we have just finished a rest here. Correct. Okay. okay. Yeah. And you guys have dawdled a little bit, so I'll say it's about 11 a.m. Okay. Mikoja, I think uh, that uh, we can scout tonight. I will probably scout uh, myself some during the afternoon and rest some before our scouting tonight. All right. Sounds like a plan. Go team! And she puts her hand in the center of all of you guys and Duraka and uh, Yreg don't. They're like, what is this? Hand in. I put the hand on top. Oh, good. I've learned a, I've learned a human custom. <laughs> <laughs> I also put my hand in. Yes, and, and, and join for the comfort of my goja. I kind of give a, a wry chuckle and pat it a little bit with my <laughs> hand that's the top of the pile. And like, yes, why not? Great. And then she kind of holds it and she's like, I don't know what to do after this. Is there anything else that, after this? That's all. That's oh, all okay. I've ever seen. Hooray! Mm. We got this. We okay. got this. Since you guys are staying a day, we are going to introduce a mechanic that I call Oops Rolled a One Encounter. So. Yes. Yeah. Sounds exciting. Twice a day. So once in the morning, once in the evening, you guys will roll a percentile dice and a D4. The percentile dice determines which area the giants are throwing the rocks. Hmm. The D4 determines how many squares on the map that we have pulled up it is going to cover. Each square is 10 feet and the map is quite large. There's also three zones from the edge of the plateau to the end of the first zone is 60 feet. The second zone is a 60 feet out from the edge of the first zone. And then the third zone is just 
no man's land. And that's how far these giants can throw these rocks. So depending on which zone you roll and how many squares you guys end up rolling determines that square is going to become difficult terrain. Now there are advantages to staying. The more difficult terrain that you guys have means you also have more cover because there's boulders. The trade-off is the longer you stay, the more likely you will either be buried, trapped, or your shelter will get hit. Yeah, that's not good. Okay. Oh boy. And also just an FYI, just to make it simple, if the shelter gets hit once, it is damage, and you, but you have a chance to try and repair it if you have spells or if you can come up with a creative way to keep the structure stable. If it gets hit a second time, it will be destroyed and you will be buried under the rubble. Luckily, the chances of you guys actually getting hit is very minimal. Oh, one, but there perhaps. is a chance. Yeah, you say that and we're going to get that chance. Mm-hmm. It's true. The other thing that can also happen is a rock slide. The plateau is very unstable, so you could also potentially roll a rock slide. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So after we've been resting for a bit here, or rather sitting and waiting for a bit here, Usarker is going to kind of perk up and say, Lilic, I have a thought which could be done with you and Mycosia. You are a skilled transmogrifier, yes? Uh, this is a strange word, but I think I understand your meaning in the wild shape, the changing into the animals. Ah, I suppose if all you do is wild animals, and wild shape would be correct, yes. Well, regardless, I was wondering, Mycosia is quite light, and likely you were able to transform into a creature that could carry her. Mm. Yes. Presumably even without looking too odd or obtrusive should she hold tight and hide while on you. And I assume you have some forms relatively native to this area which would not draw too much attention. Uh, see, this is a good point. I mm-hmm. was thinking of the, the crocodile, but mm-hmm. uh, see, maybe not a good point here. Uh, probably not here. But say a deer or something, you are better at these things than I am, mm-hmm. of course. But something swift and large enough to carry Mycosia. And the two of you, while we wait here, could scout the area, possibly explore that large rock slide, possibly go further afield. We need to see more of the cult, perhaps, and of their movements and their location. I think that where the band of us have had trouble, the two of you may have great success. Mm, I think uh, that this is a good plan. Mycosia? You hear this? Yeah. I would absolutely love to do that. When should we start? Uh, I'm ready. I was preparing for our afternoon scout. Anyways, now is as good a time as any. All right, let's do it. Going to step outside of our, our little cave here and invoke the... So in assuming that this is after... You said after a little while. Yeah, I, um, I sat there and, you know, waited for a bit, just sitting and thinking about things, and mm-hmm. then, you know, it came to him. Conceivably, could this have been after a short rest? Yes. Okay. Can I do that? Everybody, if you've got short rest things, I'm asking because I used up one of my wild shapes earlier when I turned into a lizard. <laughs> mm-hmm. So now I will have my two for the day, for the short rest. Nice. Okay. I'm going to step out and invoke the spirits and call on them to change my form and cloak myself in their guise. I can turn into a deer or like an antelope or something that's near 
This is mountains. Very much mountain, mountainous areas. I'm kind of imagining the Utah National Park region, maybe Grand Canyon region. Yeah, that's a good... Okay. Or possibly even Colorado. (coughs) Sorry, the map is from Colorado. Oh, okay. (laughs) He just took a screenshot of Google Maps. Okay. (laughs) I Google mapped an area and then translated it. (laughs) Okay. I was building it. That's fair. There's plenty of deer out there, deer and antelope. Yeah. Mountain lions, you know. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely did thing. see a deer the night before. Yeah. Oh, and I, I will have seen deer around and such and travel down down the river, I mm-hmm. think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. Gonna so, do that. Yeah. You know that deers are definitely around this area. And I'm going to turn to my koja after you know the green sparkles have ceased and make deer noises at her. Okay. She turns around and, and she puts her hands on her hips and she says, well, you four are in charge of those two. I trust you guys more than them, and I grew up with them. Okay, bye! And she's going to hop up on you, and she's ready to go. And we ride. You ride into the sunset. Go ahead and make a stealth check with advantage. (laughs) Okay. And then plus 10 as well, right? Yeah. This is funny, because, like, when during the Knoll battle, I was like, ah, Lilik, he did the whole ride around on his horse, and he's like, oh, he's kind of a, you know... know, doing the ridership, and I was like, oh, no, now it's flipped. (laughs) (laughs) You are the horse. So Mycosia is going to lead you back to the path that you guys came because there's more cover there. There's a lot more difficult terrain. There's a lot more boulders to go around that way because she thinks she can circumvent the giants from seeing you guys by moving around boulders and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I imagine that we are aiding each other in both the stealth and survival. Yes. And also the boulders are giving you cover. Yeah. So you get advantage. So what did you get, Lilik? So this is for stealth you asked for? Yes. That is a 16 plus my 3 for 19. Plus 10? Oh, plus 10. Oh, because we're doing the pass without a trace. Yeah, uh, yes, yes, yes. I don't think we stated that. Oh. We talked oh, about it. that's right, yeah. But we didn't talk about it on mic, so. <laughs> Marking that spell slot. Okay. Okay. This gives me a total of 26. My Koja got a 25. So you... Very <laughs> You guys just book it. Lilik... You see all the cracks and crevices you can hide behind. She points them out to you as well. And you think that you're pretty well hidden as you guys ride off into the noon light. Yes, the noon light. (laughs) (laughs) All right, for the rest of you guys, somebody, I'm looking at Usarker. So Usarker, go ahead and please roll a percentile dice and a d4. That is a three and a two. Like a total of three? Right, so for percentile? percentile is three, and the d4 is a two. Okay, well, that's a great roll. So, is it now? You actually rolled. Great for you or great for us? All the above. Okay. Since you rolled a 3%, that you actually get zone one. So, that is the closest to the plateau. And what did you roll for your d4 again? Two. All right, so two areas during this morning, as they were at, right before Lilic and Mycosia rode off into the noonlight. Mm-hmm. Two more areas become difficult terrain. Excellent. Mm. Usarker's taking the time to, you know, make sketches of giants and things like that that he sees walking out there and such. Mm-hmm. So the giant that Lilik saw earlier has made some good progress of moving a bunch of boulders. And 30 feet away from you guys becomes a big pile of boulders and the area right be- behind that as well. Izzy. Please roll a percentile dice for the afternoon and a d4. And you said there's two of these each day? There are two of these each day. 
a percentile 31, D4-3. Okay, you also got zone one. You guys hear in the distance a bunch of rocks being thrown. You cannot see from your vantage point. However, some of them sound like they're behind you. Some of them sound like they're on the other side of the plateau. And we shall see where those rocks showed up. Woohoo. Since you cannot see out of the cavern in that direction that very, they showed up. Very, very narrow uh, yeah. viewpoint. You do know that it's further away from you than what the morning was. Oh, good. Okay. So, Lilik and Mycosia, you guys journey off. You manage to get to the dry riverbed that is partially covered by whatever devastation that this plateau was. How fast do how fast do I you have go? 50 feet as movement as a deer. Okay. And are you booking it or are you stealthing it? Um, so 50 feet is my normal pace without like going crazy. Mm-hmm. I think that we are moving stealthy because we have the time to do so. Okay. So you guys managed to backtrack just a tiny bit and start heading towards the river. Mycosia wants to see the devastation. And so to do that, you're going to have to go around that little area. You do not see any scouts, and you do not see any wyverns in the air. So at this point, you guys have a decision. You can go west, which is the way that you came from, or you can try to go northeast. I think that we're going to go northeast. That is in and along the river, like in between the river and the plateau section. And that's towards where we are going. Okay. Like where we are intending on going is to the north thereabouts. Okay, cool. So you guys end up going a second mile, and I need you guys to make another stealth roll. Okay. This is still within... Actually, you know what? No. I'll go with your other stealth rolls because this is still within the first hour. Oh, then yeah. So you guys manage to go three miles north, and you do not see any devastation on this side. However, when you guys look back, this plateau is absolutely destroyed. It definitely was not... Like you, based on your survival score, Mm -hmm. even in deer form, you're like, this is not an earthquake. (laughs) There should have been way more devastation if this was an earthquake. It's very localized. Yes. And intentional. Something large hit it and much larger than a giant. (laughs) Okay. You guys end up going a third mile and that will be the end of your hour. Okay. So we are no longer cloaked by the spirits. Correct. So, when you guys get to where you are, you have a choice. You can follow the river still to the west, or you can go east. Looks like we've departed a little ways from the river. Um, so, let me, let me yeah, replace. Yeah. You guys can still see the edge of the river. However, there is another plateau that you guys have come across. So, you have the option of following basically the edge of this river and the edge of this plateau on the west side. Or you can go around and do kind of like a roundabout on the east side. So you're not quite up on the river on the west side, but you would be still following that. And you do know there probably will be scouts that way. Okay. I think that we want to avoid being seen, but we do want to observe and gain information. So I think that we are going to go towards the scouts. That seems reasonable. I don't know. We're going to do it. Okay. So Mycosia says we have another couple miles. I don't know if you can understand me in this form, so I'm just going to talk to you. So, I'm going to nod and like, you know, like, yeah, I, I, I got gotcha. you. Okay, cool. So we are going to be coming up on the temple in a two, about two, a mile and a half, two miles. Uh, you will be able to see it within the next mile. We got to go around the curve. 
We'll see it on both sides of the plateau. We just can't see it where we are now. So, to the river? Shall we, shall we be adventurous? Mm, I'm going to lean towards the river, I guess, then. All right, let's do it. You are now going to need to make another stealth check. You do not get advantage this time. All that water spraying up. Yeah. Well, there's no there's no rubble here to oh. hide behind. Okay. That is true. For my stealth check, I have a total of 20. My Koja got a 7. You guys start heading northwest to go around the plateau on the way of the river. And my Koja starts squirming a little bit. And she's like, I have to... Sorry, I have to I have to pee. Hold on. And she hops off. She's like, I've been holding it for a while. And she hops off. And but as a deer, I kind of shrug and be like, why didn't you like do this earlier? It's not like we are like <laughs> So she runs off into the bushes. I need you to make a perception check as a deer. Okay. Uh, another total of 20. I rolled a 14 and it adds up. All right. Okay. Well, nice. my Koja has run off to do her business. You look up and you see a lone wyvern up in the sky. No. It does not seem to notice you. And it also looks much smaller than what you fought last night. Interesting. A smaller wyvern. I'm going to stand there and be a deer. Okay. Yeah, because that's very good camouflage. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to roll a perception for the wyvern. Stomach, yeah, no. Stomach check. <laughs> so the, the wyverns, yeah, a stomach check. Oh, so no, the wyvern, I didn't think about that. <laughs> so the wyvern does look to be hunting. You see it circling around. Initially, it didn't notice you, and it rolled like a, it rolled a seven. So it does not notice you. You have deered very well. <laughs> Stayed completely motionless. Mm-hmm. And eventually, my Koja comes back, and she's like, Hey, sorry, I had to, um, yeah. I, I'm going to, like, um, I, how, how do you shush as a deer? <laughs> you rush them. You rush them. <laughs> oh, wait, that won't shush them. Uh, Puffer. Just, like, yeah. just smack her hoof with a hoof. Just hoof. You could I, I, be stomping your hoof, hoof on the, the ground. No, I, I, I may, like, hoof her, her foot and just kind of look sternly and just, like. And what just... is it, boy? What do your deer I see, Lilik? <laughs> oh, no. And I'm just going to shake my head and nudge up to the sky real quick. She looks up and she goes, oh, she's now going to roll a stealth. Okay. Oh, that's an unnatural 20 as well. Man, you guys <laughs> are super stealthy today. Mm -hmm. So We're good at this. She also deers and just station, <laughs> stays Deer stationary. Headlights? Yeah, she deers in headlights. And then she slowly slinks behind you mm -hmm. or slowly slinks down below you to make herself as small as possible. She's already small, but she gets much smaller. And after 10 minutes of this, the wyvern flies off in another direction. And then you see a second one fly off in that direction. And then you suddenly see them dive bomb. Mm. They are not near you. However, you have seen two wyverns in this area. Okay. Do they have riders? Um, it's probably too far to see. They're just kind of like True. dots out in the distance. Yeah, they're they're pretty high up. Mm, okay. You having experience with wyverns, though, it does look like they're hunting. Yeah, this seems normal. What direction did the second wyvern come from, I guess? Or like, what was the one? What? It came from the top of the plateau to your east. Okay. 
Okay. And you do remember that the kobolds mentioned that the wyverns were protecting this temple. Mm-hmm. Going to listen. Do you hear any screams of deer hu- humanoid or such things it's that like, are being attacked? Or like, this will be awkward if they're hunting deer. <laughs> um, it's a natural thing. It is. You don't hear anything, but they don't come up for a while. So you assume they got something. It's probably just too far away for you to actually hear the squeals of dying yeah. animals. Or people. They could have gotten people. Yeah, they're too far away regardless for us to have helped them. Yeah. So very very practical, very pragmatic. Like, yes, it would be nice to help and save, but like it is not reasonable to go and try and do so. Right. And so I think that I'm going to nudge my head over my shoulder and turn to, to go. Uh, continue our journey. Okay. Um, to, to go for a bit further. So you continue northwest, and you now see that the plateau comes much closer to the river. However, there is a dried riverbed on on its side. So it looks like the river flowed one way, and then over time and through erosion, ended up digging out a new area mm-hmm. for it. So there could have been an earthquake that diverted it. There could have been giants. some giants that diverted it. So you guys are now following a dry riverbed. Okay. I need you to make another stealth check. You are also just at the end of your wild shape. As I feel that coming close to the end of that, I don't know, I guess I would probably write it out. I was thinking of dropping it to cast another wild shape, but I would probably go to my utmost extent on these rather than Mm -hmm. cutting it short. So, okay. So I'm doing this without spell. Oh, that was a low roll. I have a total of five. Oh, no. Okay. We're a long my co- ways out. <laughs> my Kozier rolled 12. So, you round the corner of this plateau, and my Koja gently pats the side of your neck, and she points up, and she whispers, that's where the temple is. And you can see, in the plateau itself, there looks to be very weathered, Steps carved into the side of the plateau, and they zigzag up. Hmm. I think I'm going to go ahead and drop your form. Uh, thank you for your guidance so far. Um, I think think that we should uh, look further and see what we can see before going back. Let I- us ask for the cloak of the spirits. I agree. And as she says that, you hear a loud screech above you. (laughs) And you look up, and there is a wyvern on the edge of the cliff staring down. It's a large wyvern staring down and looking around. Has it seen us yet? It looks in your direction and pauses. I'm going to do a hunger check on this thing. So yes. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like a yes. It's seen you. It cocks its head to one side, cocks it another way, screeches again, starts flapping its wings, and then takes off above you and away from you. You're really lucky. I rolled a one on the hunger check. It's just like, mm, not right now. Now the question is, so the the wyverns are fairly intelligent in enough that they can go and get mm-hmm. help or something. That's at least what was intimated by Mycosia, I think. Yeah. So going to 
look alarmedly to her. We we need to go. Yeah. We need to go. And I'm going to go ahead and cast that second past without a trace. The good news is there's a bunch of shrubs here. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of places to hide. So if you do want to try to hide, you can do that. Or you can keep pushing on or backtrack. We are going to to push on, but moving stealthily. All right. Hello, everyone. This is Blank. Oh, no, I'm supposed to add in David there. Today, I want to give a shout out to our followers on Twitter. Conjured Comps. Spell. Burn. Game. Breaking news. I have to read your underscores and all your hashtags, ats, star symbols, and anything else that you put in there, apparently. <coughs> Spell underscore burn underscore game. Mr. underscore dairy one Dorsey adventure roll trollops insight check D N D jaded artifacts. All those artifacts, they've seen too much. Nom G, podcast, talking XP. Tristasima, Holdrich Error. Ah, I like that one. Miss Megan J, Touchstone Heroes. Dwattelberg, four. Da Everrealm Pod. Hey, I like that one. Da Everrealm Pod, it is forever. All right, want to get a shout out from a cast member of Power Word Crit? Just do one of the following. Follow us on Twitter or Facebook. Tweet about the show using the hashtag PowerWordCrit. Share a post from our Facebook page and include the hashtag PowerWordCrit. Tell us how you shared this podcast with someone by sending an email to, you guessed it, PowerWordCrit at gmail.com. And we'll give you a personal shout-out in our next episode. It's like getting a token of power. They bolded that in yellow for me to remember it. Thanks. Now, back to our show. So you see the wyvern looked at you, decided it wasn't hungry, and it flew off in the same direction as those smaller wyverns. Oh, good. It didn't go back to go pick up somebody else and guide them back. Right. It's still hovering in the air where those other wyverns are. So it looks like it is scouting Mm-hmm. per se, but it didn't come after you for some reason. That's really strange, because I mm-hmm. and I wasn't a deer at that point. You were not a deer at that point, no. Maybe, he's, was, maybe he was told to look for orcs and humans. I don't know. Either that or he's going to wait for us to go back. That too. Hmm. Okay, well, that's good reason that we're not going back right now. <laughs> you hear more screeching, and then a chorus of little screechings off to where those wyverns are currently mm-hmm. off yeah. to the west. Okay. The plan is to do some reconnaissance around the temple so that we can make a kind of more more plan. A, pl- a battle plan of our attack on this. Okay. So or- at the moment, you know that there are stairs to go up. You have seen three wyverns, two small ones and a large one. And you do see the edge of the temple as well. And it looks... From what you can see, is pretty run down. Do we see any humanoids at all? Make a perception check. A uh, total of 16. So it's pretty far up there. However, you don't necessarily see any movement up there. So there could be some more wyverns once you get past the lip of the edge. 
But at the moment, you don't see any humanoids. You don't see any other wyverns. Is there enough cover that in and around these stairs that we have any chance of getting up it without being seen? Or is it super, super exposed? I'm actually going to have you roll for that. So if you roll 1 to 9 is exposed, 10 to 20, it is. there are some like sections you can hide behind. Sure, yeah. How's that sound? Oh, there's a 7. It's pretty exposed, unfortunately. That makes sense. Yeah, it's carved into the rock. If you took some time, you might be able to find some place to hide while going up there. Maybe there's a dent or like a, a, a rock formation that you can hide into. However, it, it would be pretty exposed during the daytime to try to go up this. Okay. I'm going to turn into a rabbit and then go up it. Okay. Mycosia. Bye, Mycosia. Uh, so I'm going to, you know, just like, wait here. There is not much place to hide on these stairs. I will go and see. She's, yeah, she she says, that sounds like a good idea. I'm going to go hide. I'm going to watch them because it's a little weird that one didn't try to attack us. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm a little worried based on normal animals. Mom might be teaching them how to hunt. We might be prey. Hmm. That's I'm gonna go hide. Lovely. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, holler <laughs> or don't. Please don't. Mm-hmm. Just, just yeah. I'll find you. How Be about safe. that? Be safe. So she is going to stealthily run away from you as you turn into a rabbit. Bye. Yeah. So the steps themselves look humanoid size. So you can hop these, maybe with a tiny bit of difficulty because rabbits are t- kind of tiny. But, I mean, you could get up. Probably not at normal human pace, but you can definitely get up there. I go at a rabbit pace. You do. What is your speed? Great question. Hold on. And does it have a climbing speed? Mm, no. No. <laughs> oh, sad. I should have turned into a lizard on that then in that uh, case. But I chose rabbit. Rabbits are pretty climby. They can hop. Um, Depends on wait, what the DM asks for. There are no stats for a rabbit. So I'm going to... Really? Yeah. It just doesn't come up, I guess. Nobody wants to be a rabbit. <laughs> That's okay. I I will assume that it has that of a cat. That seems reasonable. Cats have movement speed of about 40. You start jumping up these stairs. Up, 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 up. And you hear screeching off in the distance. I'm going to stop and look at that. Okay. Or see anything? Make a perception check. Okay. Uh, how about 18 plus 6 for 24? Ooh, uh, it looks like mom has gone into the bushes and it has disappeared, but there are some screeching noises that you do hear. Okay. These seem normal, I guess. You do not hear anything above you either. Okay. Gonna continue up the stairs. Please make a stealth check as a bunny rabbit. Mm-hmm. And I still have passed without a trade. You do. An invisible bunny rabbit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so with that additional plus... 10, 25. Holy Toledo. <laughs> yeah, rabbits are well camouflaged. So you being a bunny rabbit, hopping up these stairs, you have to take a couple breaks. <laughs> There's a lot of stairs going <laughs> up. <laughs> the plateaus are... No higher plateaus. It depends on how big they are. Yeah. Grand Canyon, say, rather high. Well, yeah. Oklahoma? I'll say it's about... Um, yeah. So I'll say that this is about 100 feet in the air, and they got switchback stairs going up. So 100 feet in the air climbing up these stairs, you do have to take some breaks. Mm-hmm. 
But you do manage to get to the last step before you can peek over the edge. Going to keep my bunny ears flat so they don't <laughs> poke over the edge. Boop. <laughs> and peek up over the lip. What do I see? Well, we'll find out in a minute. The rest of the group. Yes. What have you guys been doing? Waiting. During this time. Meditation. So trying just meditation. just been sitting there waiting, not doing anything? Oh, no. I've been... Staring s- at a wall? Sitting there <laughs> waiting, drawing pictures of giants, drawing giant physiology, um, writing up a list of, you know, activities the giants seem to be doing and st- beginning to construct theses and theories on giant tactics. While you're doing this, you see an Izzy standing over you looking hm. at what you're doing. But there's another Izzy just sitting there on the other side of the crevice. I look up at Izzy and say, hello, Isidore. And other Isidore. The Izzy from far away says, I'm Izzy, that's Dora. Hi. In the partial light of the cave, it is a little hard to tell that one of you is more monotone than the other. Monochrome, sorry. (laughs) Both would probably apply here. You're really uh-huh. not monotone. No. No, they are Good not. Good to know. <laughs> and then she poofs away. <laughs> so I'm just going to be periodically summoning my echo and trying to practice more with some of the echo's abilities and commanding it to like go up and down because apparently that's something I can do instead of actually levitating. So Yireg and Duraka are just amazed by this. They have never seen anything like this before. I start yeah, doing some like it. tricks where like I summon my echo and make it float up and see if I can make it do like backflips in the <laughs> air. <laughs> nice. Draka is fascinated. How do you like, how do you do that? I Sorry, I, that was a little cobaldy. How do you do that? I don't know. I just thought my echo please make a flip in the air <laughs> she looks down at her hands and she goes that's super cool i wish i could like do magic but i guess i'll just be super cool with like all my good stuff and weapons and stuff i mean you don't need magic to be magical just your personality can be magical enough i Usarker don't doesn't. understand yeah Usarker doesn't say anything but he just kind of like cocks his eyebrow <laughs> what is, what does that mean are you riddling me are you riddling me I do another flip with my echo. Whoa. <laughs> Start the conversation. <laughs> Can't answer. Celestine, what are you doing during this time? I have been trying to catch up on some of my meditation that I have been avoiding. And I just I I'm really not feeling well from the poison. Like I'm healed technically, but you know how you can be healed from like you don't have a you're not affected by alcohol the day after? But man, do you have a hangover? Mm-hmm. I feel like that's possibly somewhat maybe what Celestine's going through. Why, wyvern hangover? Yeah. Wyvern poison hangover? Po- I mean, it's it's whew, not fun to get over. So yeah, she's probably doing, trying to meditate, trying to uh, study for a bit, get into the right mindset, and then just really wishing that... I'd have to look to see what wyvern poison does, but we're really wishing the after effects would go away soon. Maybe All taking right. a nap. All right. Usarker, mm-hmm. as you're drawing and doing stuff in your, I assume your notebook, right? Yes. As you're doing this, 
you notice that one of the ink blots on the bottom of the page that just happened to drop starts moving. I'm going to watch it for a little bit. It manipulates itself. It kind of, kind of amoeba, like kind of an amoeba, you know, when you're looking under a microscope, it's kind of looking like that. And then... I'm going to... Oh, sorry. Continue. And then it forms into a circle, a perfect circle. At that point, how big of a little thing is this? On the page, it's mm, maybe a quarter of an inch big. It's very small. I'm going to pull out a small vial with a cork. Okay. And then I am going to cautiously take a hold of the paper at a point where the amoeba thing is not and rip off that corner okay containing the ink blot and swiftly as i can stuff it into the vial and put a cork on it you do that and it stops i look over at whoever's next to me who probably just watched this happen and say it moved and then i'm going to put the vial next to me and continue on my work and i'll you know, periodically look over to see if it's doing anything. It's not. Okay. It's just chilling there. A little while later, you see another inkblot do it again on the page that you're on. I'm going to nudge Duraka. What? You see this? Drawings? Mm-hmm. Pointing to the inkblot. Is it, you, see, you see it moving? Are you nuts? Hmm. It could be. Excellent. All right. That's why you get a secondary opinion. And sometimes a third and fourth. You watch the ink blot as it manipulates again, and it forms into the image of a skull. I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Ah, excellent. We got an almighty nine. You hear, or more rather feel, in your head, I found you! And that's it. Hmm. I'm going to look at Duraka and say, so if I'm hallucinating, what does this look like to you? Uh, a blob? Duraka may not be the best person to be asking. (laughs) Well, if it doesn't look like a skull to her, then I suppose that she's, you know, as accurate as anyone. Sometimes inkblots look like inkblots to people. So you might need to get someone who can possibly see other things. Mm. Celestine, um... Are you the resident doctor as such that we have here? Sure. I may be suffering from some sort of poison or other like. Who knows after the fights we've been in. Hmm. It could be. Ah, I'll bet you that it's a residual side effect from the drug concoction the other night. Do you think it might be poison? It could be. However, if you would be so kind as to help me with an examination, possibly examine for, you know, magical influences, since there do seem to be those roundabout these days. How alarmed are you? Hmm. What's your passive insight? My passive insight is 12. So, Usarker... Oh, sorry, 14. Usarker is perturbed by this. Okay. But... You get the feeling that he's mostly just working his way through it now that he knows that 
It's not something that other people are experiencing. It's some sort of personal hallucination. Okay, let's do a physical examination, and then I will do detect magic. Okay. Okay, go ahead and do a medicine check, please. And I will assist with this. Okay. A total of 20. He seems fine. He looks a little bit more gaunt than when you first met him. Like he maybe hasn't been eating well. I'll comment on that, mm. but otherwise keep going. We have been traveling in a rather harsh manner compared to the, my usual custom. But beyond that, I mean, he seems fine. Okay, we're going to ritual cast detect magic because we have time. You do not detect magic on Usurger. And you're still feeling terrible? Were you bitten by anything? I don't feel especially terrible. However, I am not normally predisposed to watch ink blots move and speak, so... Well, for the heck of it, we're going to do protection from poison, which I prepared this morning! Excellent. So you... In, in light of recent events, I, poison something is very relevant. Exactly. <laughs> if poisoned, you neutralize the poison. If more than one poison afflicts the target, you neutralize one poison that you know is present, or you neutralize one at random. For the duration, the target has advantage on saving throws against being poisoned, and it has resistance to poison damage. Excellent. For I one am, hour. I am going to look at the ink blot. The ink blot is still in the shape of a skull. I'm going to show it to you. Is it in the shape of a skull? It's just a blot. Nope. Nope. All right. You see it shift into the outline of your aunt's face. And she says, well, you hear and feel in your mind, Usarker, help! And then it just, like, you blink and it turns back into an ink blot again. And nothing on my detect magic is going off on this? Nope. Like I said, it is likely to be some sort of poison or other after effect. Magic can be finicky and you may not have gotten it. It could also be other things that are not poison. Hallucinogenics may not necessarily be considered poison, therefore. Exactly. I'm going to start rummaging through my medical supplies and the like. That's a great idea. Let's add more. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's how you handle side effects, by, you know, masking the side effects and creating different ones that you like better. (laughs) That's modern medicine. (laughs) Pull out some Uh D&D ibuprofen. (laughs) Uh I'm going to catalog my current symptoms, hallucinations, and psychotic episodes and the like, and try and come up with something from my limited supplies that I think might counteract it. Okay. Celestine, what was your medicine roll? It was... A total of 20. Total of 20. Mm-hmm. This could be a side effect of just what he took the other night, but beyond that, I mean, you would have to watch him. I have nothing better to do. <laughs> that is true. Mm-hmm. So. Yes. I will, however, suggest that I may be a poor choice for watches in the near future if I am experiencing hallucinations and delusions like this. Okay. And you, you wouldn't want me in a position where I needed to be second-guessed. That's true. We'll, always, we'll put someone on watch with you. Cool. Back to the bunny rabbit. Hippity-hop. Peering up over the lip. So what you see is a very, very dilapidated temple. It is very large. It's about three stories-ish high. And if you were to guess based on what you can see, you can only see one side of this thing. 
it would be pretty large. We're talking maybe 500 feet across. So big, big temple. Very large. You can only see this side of it. Kind of off to the corner, you do see a pillar, which kind of arches over something. So you think that might be the front entrance. You also see that the roof on the top has completely caved in. I mean, this this temple... Okay, well. Yeah, so this temple is... It's been abandoned. It's very clearly been abandoned. You hear the sound of hissing, which sounds a little bit louder than a snake, but far away from you. You don't see anything, but you do hear the sound of hissing. Okay. It sounds animalistic more than, like, the hissing of sand or something like that. Yeah. Okay. Based on your experience, this is probably another wyvern hanging okay. out. Do you have any, like, smell senses or anything as a um, bunny? So, uh, I was looking at some rabbit things. Oh, okay. um, is that they have keen hearing, maybe? Depends on which one I go. It would make sense that rabbits have keen hearing. They have yeah. very big ears. Mm-hmm. We will go with this one. So, I have keen hearing, nimble escape, and standing leap are my things. Okay, cool. So, not smell, but certainly uh, advantage on wisdom perception thing for hearing. Okay. So, yeah, you definitely hear hissing. It sounds like maybe it's inside the temple, or like the, maybe the top where like the roof mm-hmm. is caved in. But what's left is sta- that standing, even though it's in terrible condition, there, it's beautiful black marble on the side. The pillars are made out of beautiful white marble. But again, the the roof is caved in. It's there's scratches on the side. Like I don't know, maybe some wyverns have been clawing at it. Uh huh. Yes. the The ancient scratching post. The ancient scratching post of marble. Yes. <laughs> yes. Wyverns love marble. Well, I'm going to, as carefully as I can, approach the temple. Cause why not? Here's just a little bunny rabbit. Okay, go ahead and do a. Are you doing the stealthy? Yeah. I mean, a bunny rabbit is not even good food for most wyverns. I know, barely mm. a mouthful. Mm. You'd have to be a really small one for it to be interested at all. I, I really hope so. Cor- uh, Corin did a, uh, okay. <laughs> this looks very similar to that. I pick so up an now, explosive. Uh, nope, and you go, did. Yeah. Go for it. Go oh, for it. Yep. So, yep. Uh-huh. yeah, I'm sitting here going, we're on episode 28. I've got two more episodes before I can start killing you again. I guess not. So... And Lilic I just said how much I was enjoying you. So Lilic, please make a stealth check with advantage. Okay. And plus you have, pass I without still have a trace. pass without a trace. So a total of twenty plus ten for a total of thirty. Okay. <laughs> so you you're hopping along. You do hear the sound of scratching from the inside of the temple. You pause. Maybe twitch your nose a little bit. Mm-hmm. You don't hear anything yet. Our danger sense is tingling. Oh, Not I'm... yet. Well, I mean, I, I mean, I'm sure this is this is high high risk, high danger. But I really want to see what's inside, so that we have. This is why we come, is to find mm-hmm. out information. And if I stop here, like, oh, I found the temple. Cool. But right. mm-hmm. no, I agree. So you managed to hop. About 40 feet closer. So you're about 10 feet away from this structure. Mm-hmm. You do see a lot more scratch marks, but you also see a tiny crack in the marble. Maybe 
tiny enough that maybe you could fit through without being seen. Any small little holes and things like that are a great idea, I think. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're going to do that. Okay. You go inside this hole. It's a little tight. It's a tight mm-hmm. squeeze. You manage to go through. And as you look inside, the first thing that hits you is the smell of rotten. Rotten timber, rotten meat, rotten... Straw. Straw. Material. Yeah. This clearly has seen some rainy days. There's a lot of mold going on in here as well. It's musty. It smells like, you know, feces from maybe the wyverns. It's it's a it's a smell. Yeah. It's it's a place. Smell of itself. But as you're looking through and the light that comes through this area, you do see that part of the room that you're looking in is also collapsed as well. So you can see above and you can see straight up. However, there are rooms that look to be intact. You don't see anything inside here that would be worth anything. You see destroyed beds. You see a pillar that has fallen, completely fallen and shattered. Another marble pillar, a white Mm -hmm. pillar. Again, you hear that hissing sound, but you don't see anything in this specific room. Uh, Where is the hissing sound coming from? Can I get a pinpoint on at least direction? Is it above? Is it like... There, there's a wyvern on the roof, the you know part of the caved-in roof, like up above, or so, is it in a in a room off to the side? So would this be another perception check, or would this be like a survival check? Maybe more investigation, investigation, or, percep- or okay. perception. One of those two. So what are you trying to do? I'm trying to figure out where the wyvern is. There's a hissing. So generally, my rule is if you're looking for some sort of gross large thing. It's perception. If you're looking for something where it requires attention to find details, it's going to be investigation. Mm-hmm. And okay. so, <clears throat> so go ahead and do a perception check. You're using your ear, so you have advantage. Cool. I uh, will take that. Um, I have a 14 on the dice, and if I'm using my perception as Lilic, it's plus six. And if I'm using these particular stats of the rabbit, it's plus three. So I 17 at the least. Okay. I think you would use yours at that point. Okay. So, total of 20. Okay. Man, you guys are rolling a lot of unnatural 20s today. <laughs> I rolled a seven. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> As you're listening and your bunny ears are twitching a little bit, you do hear the hissing. It seems to be above you and more east. Pinpointing exactly where it is is kind of difficult because you do think that there are probably walls that you're hearing it through. However, it does not seem like it's on this side of where you are. It seems fairly far away from you as the bunny. Okay. And not on the first floor. And I don't see any... Are there any signs of any humanoids in here recently? Is there disturbed like footprints in the dust or things like that? You do see footprints, yes, in this room. There's quite a layer of dust and grime mm-hmm. and dirt on you know, caked mud on the sides because of the weather. You do see some of the area has been disturbed, definitely by claws, but you do see some smaller prints, like footprints. Mm-hmm. Assuming they, they go towards one of the rooms or something like that. They do. So as you are looking around, you do see that there is a door to your left and a door straight ahead of you. One door is completely off its hinges. It's a metal door. The other one looks to just be a sliver of a door of what it used to be. There's a little bit of wood hanging off to the side, but that's about it. Mm-hmm. 
Can I see which one that the footsteps go to? They go to both rooms. Okay. I would say it's it's about equal. Okay. At this point. I think that I have pushed my luck and yeah. It's now time to go whole hog and find out where they, you know, <laughs> where they're sending things and how. I think that need to go back and report at this point. <laughs> I would love to go in further and I will, just not yet. Scout's only as good as what he can report back, mm-hmm. so yes. And so I'm going to try and wiggle my way back through the little crack I came in and make my way eventually down the steps. Okay. I'm going to need you to roll me a d20. Tell me what the number is. High is good, low is bad. Not as bad as it could be. It's an eight. An eight. Still not good. So you wiggle your way through, and you hop very carefully about ten feet towards the ledge where you came from, when all of a sudden, off in the distance, you see three wyverns shoot out from the underbrush and the trees that they were coming from, and they look to be heading right towards you. Go back to the hole! Go back to the hole! <laughs> How big are they? The wyverns? Yeah, A mama like and two full babies? Size, or are these like There's one full ones? size and there's two tiny ones, two smaller ones. Mm-hmm. So I am like in the middle of the ground, open ground at this point. Yeah, you're about 10 feet away from that hole that you were in. Okay. Yeah, I could go back in the hole, but like for how long? <laughs> it looks like, so if we were doing initiative, it would mm-hmm. take two turns for them to get here. They fly pretty fast. Oh, I, I'm just yeah. thinking I would that say, the countdown on my wild... Oh, I've got plenty of time. I just yeah, barely you, you turned just into wild. Yeah, you just wild-shaped. So if they were dashing, I'm going to say it would be two turns. Okay. So they're, they're, they can come pretty quickly. So you have a couple couple seconds to figure this out. I'm going to go... There, there are no places of refuge on the stairs. So I am going to go back into the, the, the hole. Okay. It's not great, but it's there. Okay. You go back into the hole, and the three wyverns start flying towards you. Mama starts screeching. The smaller ones start screeching back. And then you see that they start circling, not above the temple, but to the side of it a little bit. Where my kosha was? Yeah. Okay. Uh-oh. Roughly in the area that you guys were coming from. They're starting to circle a little bit, and it looks like they're talking to each other. Yeah, I'm probably not their concern at the second. I'm going to go ahead and make my way down quickly or quietly. Um, If you go quickly, the only thing that, like, the only person who might raise an eyebrow is going to be the wyverns because everyone else is going to be like, oh, wyvern screeched. Look, bunny ran. Yeah, no. That makes sense. So, yeah, I I think it's just the wyvern. If I make sudden darting, then that. Suddenly right. catches eye. Oh yeah, right. Now. So now I, you've only seen one side of this temple. My Koja did say you could see the temple on both sides, so you could, if you wanted to, attempt to go to the other side to see if you might be able to get down that way, if you want to. The DM is smiling very happily. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm happy with whatever you choose. You don't have any other wild shapes, right? Uh, I do not. I have any more slots for that at the second. I'm going to go down and help my Koja. Because once we regroup, maybe we can get to a place to hide and then attempt again. 
but if I leave her and then she just gets eaten up, then she she got eaten up. Mm. Okay. Wyvern burgers. Yeah. So I'm going to say because these wyverns are not looking at you, they seem to be circling, looking for something else on the ground. Okay. Then and I'm not going to on move the stairs. Qu- I'm going to move faster if I notice that they're not reacting towards me. Okay. I'm going to roll three perception checks with disadvantage because they're not looking for you. They're looking for something else. Mm-hmm. The luck of Corin. I rolled three fives. Oh. <laughs> oh my goodness. Plus their perception. Yeah, no, yeah. they're not going to see you. So you managed to, you're jumping your way down, hop, 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 mm-hmm. on your way down. You get halfway down and they seem to have spotted something. And you notice that as you're going down. What do you do? They're kind of chattering with each other. They sound more excited now. So one terrible option is if you streak out into the open area and catch their attention, then you can try to lose them in the underbrush. Terrible idea, but uh, I'm still option. like halfway down the stairs or something like that. You are that. St- halfway down the stairs. Oh, never mind. Yeah, so it's not an option at the second, short of jumping off, and that's not, <laughs> not a good that idea. That sounds lovely. I don't have flying at the moment. Uh, I'm going to go down the stairs further. I mean, I, I could drop Wild Shape and shoot something at them, but like I don't have like big, powerful spells to do so. Okay. How do you make... like your death? <laughs> I cast something at the large monster that you know threatened mm. the entire party. I'll take it on alone. Yeah, not a good idea. So I'm going to do one more set of perception checks with disadvantage because, again, they're not looking for you. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for this? Yeah. And I, I do have like a base stealth of 16 because of Pass Without a Trace and my passive. I rolled three eights this time. Cool. <laughs> we'll take it. Yeah. So you managed to get down. Phew. You managed to get down all the way. They And they are chattering at each other. And then all of a sudden you see Mama dive bomb. And the babies dive bomb after. I am still faster as a rabbit than I am as a lizard folk. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to book it towards that area. Okay. So you manage, you book it, uh, we'll say mechanically, a couple turns it takes you to get there. And you see that they are going after a mountain lion. Oh, that's fine. Okay. You do not see my Koja. Good. And (laughs) Means she's hiding well. (laughs) Mama has, uh, is hovering above while the babies are just going at this this mountain lion. It looks, at this point you can tell that she's teaching them how to hunt. Yeah, cool. They make quick work of that mountain lion and then, you know. Lovely. Start feasting. Great. Yep. Uh, Hey, they won't be hungry, right? Yeah, that's a thing. (laughs) Yeah, you know, little babies that eat mountain lions. (laughs) So I'm going to go and attempt to find my Koja. I'm going to guess that maybe we set up a meeting spot. We didn't. We didn't. Okay. But you knew okay. she was heading for a specific area. I can't remember what, but she was heading. Yeah, she did. She yeah. she did point in a general direction, which was retreating a little bit further back from where you guys were. It is in the general direction of these wyverns, however. Okay. But you're just not entirely sure where she would be. I will continue looking through the undergrowth as a small rabbit. Okay. Go ahead and make a perception check. Are you using hearing? Are you using sight? Probably sight. I mean, hearing is better, but, like, I'm looking for signs that she's been there, I guess. Okay, so that would be more of a survival check. Yeah. 
cool. I rolled a 17 and I've got plus six, so 23. Okay. Uh, so you're, 24. You're there. hopping around. You're not close enough for the, the wyverns to really pay attention to you. Mom's looking around, but you're super tiny. Mm-hmm. You do see... What did you say your total was? 24. So you do see some tracks that lead up against the plateau. However, they disappear. And it is moving away from where the wyverns are. They're, okay. The wyverns at this point are about 50 feet away from the plateau. And it looks like she had at some point gone closer to the plateau. And then you can't see anything after that. Yeah. Well, it makes sense to go into an area where it's stony ground, where it's you're not going to leave as much tracks. Yeah. So that's where I would go. Okay. Go ahead and do one more perception check. You get to that point. You do see there's a bunch of stone. There are some like cave areas, but... Uh, perception puts me at 22. Okay. Your ears twitching. You're about 50 feet away from the wyverns. And you hear the soft sound of sniffling. About 20 feet in front of you and into a very small crack. Sniffling. Does it sound like the micro noises of like Mycosia's voice? Like in that tonal range? Yes. Okay. Yeah, well I'm gonna go to there and to a you know, into the crack. I think rabbit. you're about to get hugged. So Mycosia sees you, immediately pulls out a, a dagger. Like, and I'm gonna bounce a little bit. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> bunnies don't normally <laughs> bounce like that. <laughs> Thank goodness. This is really stressful. And you can see she, she wipes her eyes a little bit. Um, let's just wait here for a bit, okay? Mm-hmm. Is there enough space for me to change back into my normal to drop it? Or is this a small space? This is a pretty tight space. You could try, but you guys might get stuck. Yeah, I know. I'm going (laughs) to wait this out then. Uh, Oh, no. My intention here is to wait it out and then eventually. So we're we're taking a short rest here kind of thing. Okay, cool. So after 30 minutes, you hear the wyverns start scouting again. They don't seem to sniff you out. They don't seem to find you. Eventually, the babies start squawking. Mom, being a mom, decides it's nap time. <laughs> and they fly back up. Cool. So, yeah. We're, we're going to wait that out. Going to wait uh, it out? Yeah. Okay. So, as you and Mycosia are waiting out this area in this tight squeeze place, and Celestine and Usarker are trying to figure out what's going on with him, if there's any sort of psychosis going on, or if it's just imagination or magic, who knows? I think at this point, you know, he's kind of left Celestine alone and is, you know, busy with the chemistry set. Okay. Izzy, I assume you're still working on... Yeah. Okay. I'm also going to see if I can... If there's any kind of breeze that's coming through here... There is. Okay, I'm going to see if the breeze can tell me how many giants are on top of the plateaus near us. Ooh, I like it. So I'll be like, large ones outside, how many? So I'm going to make you do an intelligence roll, because this is a little more than what you've done before. Mm. Yeah. I figured that would be the case. Okay, intelligence is just a plus zero, so 14. It takes a while to get an answer back. And that's why I'm practicing. 
an hour, two hours go by. And as those hours are going by, you feel brushes of wind against your skin. After the fourth one, you realize it's rhythmic. So like it's repeating four times like in a row? Like every once in a while, you'll feel that brush and then you'll feel it again and it's consistent. Okay. It's not in a pattern. It's just you feel it happen. But it's not really telling me in numbers. So far, it's happened four times. Okay. And then it happens a fifth time. And then a sixth. And then a twelfth. Thirteenth. <laughs> There's a lot of giants out there. Fourteenth. Mm-hmm. And then you don't feel it again. A lot of giants out there. Yeah. And I say, so I've been speaking to the wind. <laughs> <laughs> And apparently there are 14 giants out oh, there. Oh, okay. They ah. might start squabbling sooner than we expected. Mm-hmm. Oh, have you had some insight on that? Oh, I, I can check. <laughs> can I ask the wind if there's any fighting going on? <laughs> I do an intelligence check with disadvantage. <laughs> can I, can this it? is real specific. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. I'm, gonna just, I'm trying to describe. It's going to be more like I'm asking the wind, like, bring me sense if there's, like, blood or, like, some sort of injury that has a scent to it that might tell me if they're fighting. I don't know. <laughs> this is... Okay, yeah. This is intelligence with disadvantage. Okay. Oh, no, you're going to knock us over with a stench, aren't you? (laughs) Bring me the scent of my enemies. (laughs) (laughs) All the giants giants had had lots of beans for lunch. This would be unfortunate. The the wind just collects it all and wafts it right to you. Sometimes being friends with the wind. Oh, man. (laughs) Did we get beans for dinner? (laughs) We might have. I got to run. Beans for dinner. (laughs) No. No. Um, you feel the wind. If the wind could, if the wind had like the the uh, MacBook buffer wheel, oh that's gosh. what it would be doing. And then after a while, it just kind of gives up, and you just don't feel a breeze at all. It anymore. probably didn't translate well. There yeah, you go. this this seems a little bit more, a little too advanced for wind. I gotta say though, <laughs> I rolled a nineteen and then a one. Oh, oh no! Yeah, just unfortunate. Oh, well. Day turns into night, and as the twilight falls, you feel the the breeze move back into the cavern that you guys are in, the structure that you guys are in, and you get the feeling almost done, danger. And that's where we will end our session. Oh no, it's mm, gonna get dun, worse. Dun, dun. <laughs> Here it comes. Wait for it. And this is twilight? This is at twilight, yeah. This is not vampire twilights, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With the sparkly vampires. With the sparkly mean? vampires, yeah. Sparkly okay, right. then. Hey, guys. This is Ashlyn. Thank you for listening to this episode of Powered Crit. Remember to stay tuned for more adventure on poweredcrit.com or on your favorite podcast streaming site.